0: All right. Exodus chapter number 19. We're we are going to we're going we're gonna to do we're going to break away a little bit from our uh, our New Testament study. And, uh, you know, you always got to do something for the last Sunday of the year going into the new year. And uh, so I want to do that. Just kind of get ready for the new year. Uh, I, I had it titled earlier. I had it titled uh, New Year's Revolution. Not New Year's resolution, but New Year revolution. And, and, and talking about a, a, a drastic change. And, and all the definitions that went with that would be perfect. Uh, but it really shouldn't be a change. It really shouldn't. From what we're going to learn today, uh, this should be the norm. And this should be the way it is. And the way it's always been. Uh, but it's really not. And, and, and a lot of times in a lot of Christians in a lot of churches, what we're going to learn today, it will be a radical change. Uh, but it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. It should be the norm. So I want to, I want to uh, really focus in on today, but before we do, I want to just a couple now. This is the last Sunday and, and sometimes people are trying to figure out something to give to for tax purposes at the end of the year and all that kind of thing. We've got three projects. If, if you uh, uh, have something that you need to do before the end of the year, we still have our project North Vietnam. Uh, uh, we only have $11,000 left to reach our goal there for that project. Uh, then we have have unsheltered international village. Uh, this is something new. This is something that we're, we're striving for. Uh, most of, you know, brother Travis is our missionary, our home missionary, uh, uh, for the, uh, the, the unsheltered, uh, people of this world, not the homeless of Coleman, but the world, but we want to put something together for Coleman County. I don't know if you know this or not, but Coleman is really, really growing in a homeless population. And uh, Brother Travis has got a, a, a vision and a dream to create a little village here. And if you'd like to uh, donate toward that, that's the Unsheltered International Village. And then also the Beginning of Miracles. That's our building project. And building fund where we're trying to finish up our project across the street. Uh, uh, and it's getting there. It's getting there. We're slowly, but surely it's getting there. How many of y'all have noticed the dirt work being done over there? Uh, it, it is, it is coming along really good. So if you've got any questions about that, if you'll see brother Dustin, he'll help you out with that. And, uh, we can go from there. All right. Has everybody found Exodus chapter number 19? Amen. All right. Let's start in verse number one. We'll just read a couple verses and then let you sit down in verse number one. In the third month, when the children of Israel were gone forth out of the land of Egypt, the same day they came uh, into the wilderness of Sinai, for they were departed from Rephidim and were come to the desert of Sinai and had pitched in the wilderness and there in Israel camped before the Mount. Now watch this. And Moses went up unto God and the Lord called him out of the mountain saying, thus shalt thou say to the house of Jacob and tell the children of Israel. In other words, this is what I want you to let them know. This is the reason he is fixing to give them the reason why he delivered them. He didn't deliver them because they were a pitiful people. He didn't deliver them because they were his favorite people. They were not even a people. They were a bunch of slaves. Are y'all with me? Uh, This is, this is a people that had nothing. They were slaves. They were in bondage, but God delivered them. And now he's fixing to tell them why. And it says this verse four. This is what I want you to tell them. God tells Moses. Ye have seen what I did unto the Egyptians and how I bare you on eagle's wings and brought you unto myself. Now, what's that word? Therefore. therefore. Now, remember, y'all remember when we find that word, therefore, you read before it to find what it is. Therefore. therefore. So he said, I delivered you. I want you to see what I did. I delivered you out of Egypt, out of bondage, out of slavery. He said, I bear you on eagle's wings and brought you to myself. Now, because of that, if ye will obey my voice indeed and keep my covenant, then ye shall be a peculiar treasure unto me above all people for all the earth is mine. Now, watch this now. Let's all read. Let's all read verse six. And ye shall be unto me a, a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words which thou shalt speak unto the children of Israel. Now, let's all read together in concert in, in the balcony and all, all below. Let's read verse six real, real slowly. And ye shall be. All right. Read the first sentence of verse six one more time. A what? A kingdom of priests. And all God's people say it. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for your love and your mercy. I thank you for your kindness. I thank you for this place. Thank you for these people. Thank you for those that came out in the weather and and braved the elements and they're here today. Now, Lord, teach us and speak to us. Lord, we want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. I pray that you'll help us to get back on the right track. Lord, there's so many places, so many Christians, so many churches that are so far off track. They're not accomplishing their purpose. And God, I pray that you'll help us to restore that and be where we are supposed to be. And God will thank you for all that you do. Thank you for what you've already done. In Jesus name we pray and all God's people say it. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. You may be seated. Now, if you have your notes, if you have your notes, uh, I want to, I want to read a verse that I have in your notes there in first Peter chapter two, verse nine. Uh, and we're, we're going to put these together. I'm going to read, I'm going to read, uh, verse six again. I'm going to read verse six again. This is what he's saying to the nation of Israel. And then I want you to see what he's saying to the church. Okay. And, in verse number six, he says to the nation of Israel, ye shall be unto me a kingdom of priests." Well, let me go back to verse five. Let me go back to verse five. Cause that, that kind of ties in together too. Now therefore, if ye will obey my voice indeed and keep my covenant, watch what he says, then ye shall be a peculiar, peculiar treasure unto me above all people, for all the earth is mine, and ye shall be unto me a kingdom of priests. So, come on everybody, A, kingdom a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words which thou shalt speak unto the children of Israel. Now watch what he says to the church, Watch what he says to the church. First, and by the way, by the way, a priest, a priest, when you hear the word priest, don't, don't think of somebody with a collar turned around backwards. Okay. Don't, don't think Catholic priest, because that's, that's led to a whole, uh, 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 wrong connotation. A priest was a representative of God to the people. Are y'all with me? Now say that with me. He's a representative of God to the people. To the people. In other words, in other words, he said a kingdom of priests. In in other words, it wasn't just the the, the tribe of Levi. It wasn't it wasn't just it wasn't just the, the high priests and their family. He said, you're going to be a kingdom of priests. In other words, all of them were going to be priests. All of them. The whole nation was going to be priests. Now, what is a priest? He's a representative of God to the the people. So what is he saying? You're going to represent me to the rest of the nations of the earth because all the earth is mine, but you're going to be different. You're going to be set apart. You're going to be special. You're going to have a purpose. You're going to have a job to do. And that job is to represent me to the rest of the nations. You need to reveal me to the world. Are y'all with me? He gave the Jews, he gave the Jewish people, he gave them the scriptures, he gave them a purpose, he gave them the law, he gave them his word, and he said, you're going to be separate, you're going to be special, you've got a job to do. Are y'all with me? Now watch this, now watch this, let's look at the church, let's look at the church. The Bible says in 1 Peter 2, 9, but ye are a chosen generation, a royal what? priesthood That sounds familiar, doesn't it? A royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. You see all those words? It's basically the same thing he told the nation of Israel at Sinai. Are y'all with me? Now watch what he says. Watch what he says. He says that ye should. In other words, you're that so you can do this. Now say that with me. You are so you can do this. What are you going to do? Show forth the praises of Him who hath called you out of darkness into His marvelous light. Amen. Now watch. Now watch. Let's go back. Let's go back. Let's 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 lead up to that. Let's lead up to that. Let that simmer a minute. Let's just just put that on the back burner and turn it on warm. All right. And let let, let that simmer in your mind right there. Now let's go back to Exodus. All right. God came to Moses. And at the burning bush, and he said, I, I've got a job for you to do. I want you to go to Egypt and I want you to bring my people out. I want you to bring uh, the heritage. I want you to bring the descendants of Abraham, the seed of Abraham. I want you to bring them people out of Egypt. They have been in bondage. They have been in slavery. Uh, they have been mistreated. They have been in a bad way. I want you to go and bring them out. Are you all with me? Say amen. amen. And that's exactly what he did. He went through and God performed miracle after miracle after miracle. He brought plague after plague after plague. And finally, he delivered them out of bondage. He delivered them out of slavery. And they're coming through the wilderness out of Egypt to Mount Sinai. Now, I went back and read between the deliverance and Sinai. And there were several things that happened. One was manna. They got hungry and God brought manna. So they got hungry and God fed them. Okay. Then they got thirsty and God brought them to a rock. Listen, and gave water out of a rock. So when they were hungry, God, and when they were thirsty, God gave them water. And then they came to the enemy. Are y'all with me? They came to the enemy. They came to Amalek. And what happened? God gave them total victory. Are y'all with me? I mean, completely disconfitted the army, completely, dis- and woo, say amen. amen. God protected them, gave them a cloud by day, listen, and a pillar of fire by night. He went in front of them and guided them every step of the way. Yeah. His presence was with them the whole time. Man, how cool is that? Yeah. And now here we are at Mount Sinai. Now here we are at Mount Sinai. Now, now keep in mind. Let's put our minds into the minds of the people. Okay, all they've known is slavery. Okay, everybody alive at this time they they they're 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 so far they're so far uh, uh, separated from Joseph that they don't remember anything but slavery. So all they've known is slavery their whole life. All they've known is bondage their whole life. All they've known is having taskmasters over them their whole life. They didn't even know who God was. How you know that? Because when Moses said, uh, he said, go tell my people that I'm setting them free. And Moses said, who am I supposed to say he's doing it? You remember? What is your name? Remember when God said, I am that I am. Just tell them I am sent you. Amen. Amen. So they, they're, they're clueless. So, so here we are. All we know is there's a power. There is, there is a God that's there that Moses has told us about. And now we're not, we're not slaves. And by the way, I forgot something. <clears throat> Maybe I'm getting ahead of myself. Now, anyway, we are at Mount Sinai. I'm going to get back to it. I'm going to get back to it. I promise. And, 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 and so God's going to tell them. God's going to tell them now, let me tell you why I did this. Let me tell you why you're not in slavery anymore. Let me tell you why I came. Oh yeah. Let me tell you why I came to where you was when you couldn't get to where I was. Y'all with me? And he, and he lays it on them. He gives them his purpose and his plan for them and their, their families and their children. Now here's what I want to do. Here's what I want to do in order to get ready for this new year. I want to, I want to set it up kind of the way we do DBS, which is discovery Bible series in our micro churches. We, we have a look back, we have a look up and we have a look forward. Now, before we go into this next year, I think we need to, are y'all with me? And, and, and I'm going to get it all right out of these verses right here. Cause you got to understand this is a new day for the nation of Israel. This is a new time. This is a new day. This is a new life. This is a new world. And before he took them into the new, he said he, 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 he had a, he had to look back He said, how do you know that? Look what it says. Look what it says. Let's go to the verse. Let's go to the verse. Look what it says in verse number, let's see, verse number four, verse number four. When everybody gets there, say amen. What's the first three words? Say it again. He say it again. He you know what he's telling them? You need to look back. look back. Ye have seen. Ye have seen. What did he say? What did they see? What he did to the Egyptians. What did he do to the Egyptians? Plague after plague after plague after plague after plague. He delivered them out of slavery and bondage. Are y'all with me? And, and, and not only that, not only that, not only did he deliver them out of slavery and bondage, which I believe is a type of salvation. That's point. That's point a. Now, I believe that's a, a type of salvation. But then when they got to the Red Sea, how many of y'all remember when they got to the Red Sea? Y'all going to love this, especially you heathens in here. <clears throat> and, and you self-righteous religious people, you're just as bad. So you're going to like it, too. When they got to the Red Sea, who came after them? Pharaoh did. Pharaoh did. You know what he represents? Their past. How many of y'all have gotten saved and come to know the Lord Jesus Christ? And then you got down to pray and all of a sudden the devil wants you to remind you of your How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? You try to go forward and you try to live for God and you try to do right. And it just seems like your past comes to haunt you and your past comes to. Well, let me tell you what God did to their past When they got into the middle of the Red Sea, they crossed on dry ground. God allowed Pharaoh and his army to come into the middle of that sea and turn around and let the waters come. The the wheels came off their chariots and he destroyed all of them. And he did it. This is what the Bible says. He did it in the eyes of all the people. You know why? He did that on purpose. Because they needed to know what had them in bondage. What had them in slavery. The ones, listen, you're not free if what had you in bondage is still chasing you. But let me tell you something. God didn't just deliver you out of bondage. God didn't just deliver you out of slavery. He destroyed your past too. Amen. Listen, if other people bring it up, just thank God that he don't know it. He don't remember it. He doesn't hold it against you. As far as God is concerned, you're as lily pure white as his blessed darling son. Say amen. Yes, that's good stuff. When I look back, I see my salvation. I see what God did for me. I seen that God came to where I was. The psalmist said it so well. He said, I, I cried unto the Lord and he heard my cry. And he brought me up also out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay and set my foot on a rock. The psalmist said, I couldn't get out on my own. I couldn't fix my situation. I couldn't save myself. So he came to where I was and saved me. Somebody say amen. Not only did he deliver me, but he destroyed my past. Right. That's my look back. Now, I don't know about y'all, but God's been good. That song they sung earlier, man, I'm telling you, I hope, that, I hope you let that resonate and simmer in your mind. God has been good to you. I don't care if you're driving a Volkswagen or a Cadillac. God's been good to you. It doesn't matter whether you're eating filet mignon or a fried bologna sandwich. I just assume I had a fried bologna sandwich myself. God is good. Yeah. Not only did he, not only did he save us, but he's supporting them. First he said, I want you to see what I did to the Egyptians. And then he said this, how I bear you on eagle's wings. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Now an eagle represents swiftness. Yeah. I brought you out swiftly. I bear you. He's saying carrying you, really. Right. And I brought you unto myself. I, God saying he did all that. And then when you go back and look at the verses, you'll see that's exactly what happened. Right. Amen. He delivered them from their slavery. And in the middle of the wilderness, when they didn't have anything, he gave them food to eat right. and water to drink. Yeah. He gave them victory over the enemies that they faced in front of them. And I'm going to tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, when I look back over my life, I look back over this year. Maybe everything didn't go the way I'd planned or maybe everything didn't go exactly the way I wanted it to go. But I can say this. God's been good to me. Amen, Amen. He has supplied my need. My soul. God's been good. Everybody do this. Let's practice this. Everybody do this. Everybody look at me. Look at me. Look at me in the balcony in the balcony. Don't be looking at you. Watch. Look at me. let's take a deep breath. Ready? Ready? Everybody participate. Let all that hath breath. Come on. Praise the Lord. I didn't get what I want. Let's try it again. Let's try it again. You ready? Ready? Come on. Come on. Let all that hath breath. I don't care if you had to walk here naked. If you're breathing, you owe God praise. Because you're borrowing His oxygen. And all God's people say it. Look back. Look what God's done for us. Look at what God's done for us. Look at this building. Yeah. Look at the padded seats. Miss Edna, you, you remember the Civic Center. You remember all the different places God has taken this church, don't you? I remember times we couldn't even pay the bills. Amen. Oh. I remember struggles, difficulties. Yes. Hardships. Sometimes churches are like spoiled youngins. A lot of times people can't appreciate this because they they wasn't there when we didn't have this. But I was. Let me tell you what it gets. All it takes to tear me up. All I got to do is drive by and see them flowers out there in the parking lot. And I'll have tears dripping off my face thinking of how good God's been to us. Amen. Listen, guys, look back. Before we go into this, this new year, look back. Before we take another step, look back. Look where God has taken you. Right. So well, I'm not where I want to be. You're not where you used to be. Amen. Amen. And you're not what you're going to be. Right. Amen. 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 Now watch this. That's the look back. Can we all agree? Can we all agree before we go any further that if we look back, we can say God's pretty awesome. God's pretty awesome. God's been good to us. Now watch this. Not only do we look back, but we look, we look up. Watch this. Watch what it says. Watch what it says. He says this in verse number in verse number four. Ye have seen what I did unto the Egyptians. How I bare you on eagles' wings, and I brought you unto myself. That's the look. Bad. All right. Verse five. Now, therefore, in other words, because of what you've seen in the past. Now, we all agree. God's been good, right? For we read this part. We we all agree that God's been better to us than we deserve. Come on, everybody. Now, look, now, look, now, therefore. Now, therefore, because God's been good, because God has delivered us, because God has destroyed our past, because God has supplied our need and gave us food when we were hungry and water when we were thirsty, he has defeated our enemies in front of us. Are y'all with me now? Because of that, therefore, verse five, therefore, if ye will obey my, my voice, that's the look up two things, two things, two things. I want you to write this down. Two things. We need to search his word. <clears throat> we need to search his word and seek his will. That's your, that's, your, that's your points in your notes. And write it down and then look at me. Write it down and look at me. He says, I want you to hear my voice, I want you to obey my voice. I want to talk to you, I want to tell you. I want you to do what I say. We have a lot of people, we have a lot of people that they're they're really, I don't know whether they're just slow, dense, or stubborn. Most likely stubborn. But I hear people all the time, I want God to speak to me, speak to me, God, speak to me, God, speak to me. I saw the perfect meme the other day, perfect picture, like a little cartoon picture. In one slide, it's, it's this guy looking up into the clouds. And he's saying, God, talk to me. God, speak to me. God, I want to hear your voice speak to me. And the next picture is a hand out of the cloud with a Bible. Yeah. 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 Now, some of y'all don't understand the humor in that. Let me see if I can articulate what I mean. You're in your living room. You're in your, in your, in your kitchen wherever it is that you uh, uh, contemplate your sorrows and your problems and your issues and you're begging. Oh God, talk to me. Tell me what to do. And your Bible's over on the shelf. What about that much dust on it? Come on. on. We talk to God through prayer. He talks to us through the scriptures. Let me let me tell you how this works. Let me tell you how this works at, at Micro Church, Bondo Church. And by the way, by the way, do y'all remember AJ that got got saved at Micro Church and baptized last last Sunday or the Sunday before last? He won his first soul to Christ this week. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. I'm a I'm a great grandpapa. <clears throat> I won Alan and through Alan's ministry at my growth church, AJ got saved. So that's my grandbaby. And then he led somebody. And that's my great grandbaby. You see how that works? And by the way, brother David Nowns just came back from uh, Myanmar. I believe it was Myanmar where he was at. And they lined up 15 deep. This one led that one, that one led that one, that one led that one, that one, that one led that one, that one. led 15 generations deep of disciples. Is that not awesome? Now, that's what you're supporting. That's where your money's going. That's the way it's supposed to be. That's right. the way it's supposed to be here. And by the way, we're, 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 uh, 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 Barry has agreed. Also, we got two more, uh, micro churches going to be planted out of Bondo church. So it's going to be Bondo one, two, and three. <laughs> this is the way it's supposed to be. Right. Right. Now, now watch, now watch. This is what we do. We go in there and we open the word. No, no, no outline, no sermon. We read the verses. What is God saying to us? What is this saying about God? What is this saying about man? Is there a law to obey? Is there a sin to avoid? We, we let God speak to us through his word. Y'all with me? So, so we're looking up, we're asking God, we're seeking, right? We're looking in his word, seeking in his word. And seeking his will. What was the, what was the, How did I word that in the point? Search. I think search his word and seek his will. Yeah. Do you know what Paul began to pray for, for new believers just as soon as they got saved, as soon as, as he heard about their salvation. I put the verse there in your, in your notes. But as soon as he heard about them being saved and their, their salvation, the very first thing he began to pray for any new Christian is that they would know God's will. They would know God's will. You know, let me tell you what what success is. Finding God's will and staying in it. Are you all with me? So what do we need to do this year? We need to look up. We need to look up. We need to look to God so we can hear his word, his voice. How does he speak to us? Through his word. word. Are you all with me? Your eyes become your ears. You all with me? You hear his voice through the word. So we're looking up. God, what do you want me to do? How do you want me to be? How do you want me to live? God, speak to me. See, that's the point. That's why you're coming here, what you're supposed to be doing. You're not coming here to just hear pet talk. This is not a motivational speech time. You're supposed to say, God, speak to me. When you come and sit down, okay, I'm here to hear from God. God, what do you want me to obey this week? Come on. Not come in here. Not. I saw another cool picture. It's a guy out in a a, a pond in a boat fishing. Now watch everybody. Everybody look at me. Some some of y'all going to be popped in the mouth with this one. Religion is a man sitting in church thinking about fishing. Relationship is a man fishing thinking about God. Now I wonder how many of us are eat up with religion here. You come here because it's a habit. You come here because that's what you're supposed to do. You come here because your spouse will 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 nag you if you don't. Then you don't get it. And, And let me say it this way. You're not getting anything. If you're not coming here anticipating, expecting a holy God from heaven to speak to you, then you're totally missing it. Say, why well, what's the big deal, preacher? You're just getting so hard on At least I'm here because the Bible says to be a doer of the word and not a Amen. Are you going out doing it? So we look up. We search the scriptures. He says, hear my voice. I will speak. To you. And I promise you this. I promise you this. I promise you this. If you seek him, you will find him. If you have a heart for God and you really want him to speak to you, guess what? He will. Amen. He will. I think some of you are not seeking him because you're afraid he's going to ask you to stop something. Yeah. Or change something. Or start something. Yeah. Well, let me just give it this way. And I'm not going to beat you over the head because that's your business. And you, I, 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 done, I done quit a long time ago trying to make people do stuff. because I done learned that's just going to frustrate me, make me mad, and get me unspiritual. And then I can't preach. I'm just going to tell you what God said and it's up to you to do it or not do it or whatever you want to do it. But I will say this, unless you're fully surrendered to God and doing what he wants you to do, you're never going to be truly happy in your life. Right. You can chase all the things you want to chase. You can chase hobbies, you can chase money, you can chase fame, you can, whatever it is you want to chase. And it's going to leave you feeling empty Till you find the God's will for your life and do what God's calling you to do. You're still going to be unhappy. Amen. Right. Amen. So when we look back, we see what God's done for us. When we look up, we're seeking what God wants us to do for him. Yeah. Amen. Does that make sense? So we look up. Now, lastly, after we look up, then we look forward. forward. We look forward. Now, here's the here's the most important part. This is what makes microchurch work. <clears throat> and what is microchurch? Well, you say, preacher, what's the difference between regular church and microchurch? <clears throat> Micro church, we're trying to do everything we can to make disciples and more specifically make disciple makers. I don't want somebody to just come and just learn more about the Bible. They can do that anywhere. I want to teach them to go out and make a disciple. And guess what? AJ has just done that. So my job is not to make disciples as much as it is to make disciple makers. But if I'm making disciples, I will be making disciple makers because disciples go and make other disciples. Does that make sense? Now, here's the key that makes this work. And this is why a lot of people won't do it and they don't like it is because there's accountability. There's accountability. In other words, after we look up and we take the scriptures, we ask each other, what is God telling you? Not what is God saying, but what is God saying to you? you? In other words, it makes it personal. And at that point is when we make our I wills. Say that with me. We make our. Now, what does that mean? It means this because of what I just learned. Let's just say it's forgiveness. Let's just say it's forgiveness. let's just say that's the topic of the lesson that night or the chapter that night. And let's say I've been out with Julio for a long time. What do you think is going to happen when I when I learn about forgiveness in the Bible? What do you think the Holy Spirit is going to tell me? Because the Holy Spirit knows me and Julio ain't on good terms. Y'all with me? That's right. See, this is what happens. This is what happens. Because of what I've learned tonight. I've got to go forgive Julio. That's, right. That's right. My I will this week, I will go and find Julio and forgive Julio. And guess what they're going to do for me when I come back next week? They're going to say, come on, what? This is accountability. He's got to y'all so shook up, can't even speak, right? Oh my goodness gracious, they're going to hold me to it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what disciples do. When I come back that week, they're going to say, hey, did you forgive Julio? And you know what? That's going to help me because I know if they're going to ask me, I better go forgive Julio because they're going to ask me. And if they're going to ask me and I didn't do it, I'm going to feel pretty bad about it. Because yeah, that that's going to mean I, I was, I, watch it, oh. Come on. Yeah. Come on, that means I was disobedient unto God. Oh, yeah, yeah. So guess what I'm going to go do? I'm going to find Julio. Yeah. Y'all with me? Yeah, so my look forward is what, from whatever I learned by looking up. I'm going to make a commitment to do going forward. Are y'all with me? Now, now, now. I need I need everybody. I need everybody to. All right, grab your seatbelts. Come on, come on. Click it or ticket. All right, put your seatbelt on. Pull it tight. We got some turbulence ahead. Come on, brother. Come on. Guess what? Guess what? I already know what that is. I already know what that is. Let's see. Let's see. They said, we're going to hear your voice. Watch what he says. Verse six. Read the first line of verse six. Everybody real loud. Everybody say it. And ye shall be a. Okay, let's 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 try this again. All right, everybody. Help me now. And ye shall be a. A kingdom of priests. We know a a priest is a representative of God to the people. And and by the way, the kingdom means the whole nation of Israel. Now, watch this, guys. Everybody look at me. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. But you got to get this. If everybody in the nation of Israel is a priest, a representative of God. Who are they representative of God to? The world. The people that are not God's people. Not each other. Let me say that again. They were representatives of God. God. To everybody that was not God's people. In other words, to the rest of the nations of the world. They were not representatives of God to each other. You say, what, 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 are you, what are you getting at? Y'all remember what we, what we read about the church? Why does it say this about the church? Why does it say almost verbatim? Almost word for word, God said about the church that he said about the nation of Israel. Because the nation of Israel failed in their responsibility. The nation of Israel failed in their purpose of being representatives to the rest of the world. And because of their failure, God set them aside. And he began to build a church He said, on this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And every member of God's church, every born again believer, every single child of God is a representative of God to the rest of the world that does not know the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. You are a royal priesthood. You are a peculiar people. You are a representative of God to the world. You are a representative of Christ to a lost and dying world. How you doing? How did you represent God this year? Did you bring anybody... Did you bring anybody to the saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ? Did you represent God to a lost world? Amen. Or have you become like the nation of Israel? Now, let's just get real. Do you want me to tell you why the nation of Israel became ineffective? Is because they began to be self-righteous. They begin to be inward focused. They begin to be real religious. And they focused on themselves. And in their mind, they begin to represent each other. In other words, they just focused on each other and not the lost world around them. And they created one rule after another, one tradition after the other, one religious aspect after another. Kind of sounds familiar, doesn't it? Tell me the modern day church hasn't done the exact same thing. Let me illustrate this. Let me and, and don't think I, I, I'm just trying to make a point, guys. I don't hate nobody and I'm not mad. I'm, 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 I'm just trying to have a revolution. Come on. Come on, brother. There are people in this building that think that this is this is if they show up in here, that's that's. And, and, and they cannot get the concept of what church really is. Church is not this building. It's you. That's right. Amen. Wherever you gather, that's where the church is. Yeah. Amen. And so I have men gathering on Monday nights in a dust filled auto body shop. That are saying, God, speak to me in your word. What do you want me to do? Because of what you have taught me, I will this week go and do this. And they're telling everybody and they're going out and they're winning people to Christ. That's what the church is supposed to do. Amen. Not just come here every week. You're not getting special points for showing up every week. You're a representative of God to the rest of this world. You are supposed to be sharing the gospel with every person you come into. You are representing God. How are you doing? AJ has been saved and baptized one week and he's brought somebody to Christ. When's the last time you did? Now watch. Watch. Remember that word I used earlier, revolution? Yeah. It means a change in thinking. A change in paradigm. Now watch. Most churches in America, for what I just said about microchurch, that would blow their mind. You mean to tell me they don't have a pulpit? They're not in Sunday school? They don't have a hymnal? Mm-mm. But guess what we're doing? We're being a royal priesthood. We're being a peculiar people. And we're representing Christ to everybody around us. You see how, when you think this, when you think micro church, when you think Bondo church, this is so radical when really it's totally biblical. That's what we're supposed to be doing. Do you, do you remember when I started this thing? Do you remember when I started this thing and I said, what I'm going to teach you today? What I'm going to teach you today is going to seem radical, but it should be normal. Yeah. You see what I mean now? Mm-hmm. You know, we get all sideways with the nation of Israel. They failed their purpose. God set them aside. Now we have the church. Woo! How's the church doing? Come on. How are we representing them? Here's what happened with the nation of Israel. They went way one way or way the other way. They went one way, 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 way liberal and started worshiping other gods and bowing down to other idols. Or they got like the Pharisees and the Sadducees and they become so self-righteous and so legalistic and so strict that everybody was going to hell but them. And they were they were glad about it. And they were so inwardly focused. There are some people that go to church every week. As long as we marry their children and bury their dead, they're tickled. They don't care that the world's going to hell. Just as long as we pamper them and take care of them and, you know, visit them when they're sick. Make sure and call them, check on them. That they're fine. You know what that is? That's an inward focus. That's a poor representation of Christ. I'm not your babysitter. That's not what God put me here. I am a I am a drill sergeant, a drill sergeant, and I watched an army movie, and I've been way too easy on you. Come on, <laughs> come on I'm not your babysitter. I didn't come with a, with a pacifier, because we're in a war. Amen. Paul told Timothy, you're, you're to be a good soldier. You're to endure hardness. And you know what? We're living in a lay and age where everybody just wants to be pampered and petted. Just tell me everything's going to be good and leave me alone. Let me live my life. That's not, that's not, that ain't even Christ. That's not Christ. You're a representative. Looking forward. I need you to start doing your job. In traffic. I'm working on me right now. I'm preaching to me. Malcolm, do better in traffic. How many needs help in traffic? Thank God. I'm so glad you're my people. We're together. How many needs to be better representative of Christ at family functions? How many needs to be better representative of Christ at work? Listen, let's do our job. Let's fulfill our purpose. If you want to get to heaven and hear, well done, then you better bring somebody with you. Amen. That's right. The only thing you can take to heaven is somebody else. Amen. You can't take money, you can't take cars, you can't take houses, you can't take possessions. But you can take somebody else. Ladies and gentlemen, don't go to heaven alone. Let's represent him well. And all God's people say it.